Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to have you with us again today. Be sure to check out our website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, if you want more information on anxiety and information on other services that we can provide for you. Also visit us on Facebook in our group. Just go to Facebook and look for groups, Anxiety Coaches Podcast. We'd love to have you in there. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships, actually intrusive thoughts and relationships. And this is going to be an answer to a listener's question. And we'll be getting to Chloe's question in another minute. But before we get going on that, I want to give a big shout out to Cynthia for donating and becoming a patron on Patreon. Thank you so much, Cynthia. You're awesome. And now you're a super member of the tribe. Okay, now let's get on with the show. Thank you, Chloe, for sending your question in on the speak pipe, which is on our website. Everyone can go and you also can leave us a question that you would like answered on the show, or you can just send us a message. Hi, Gina. Um, so I have a question about obsessive compulsive thoughts in relationships. Lately, I have been experiencing um, a lot of intrusive thoughts about the validity of my relationship, my feelings towards my boyfriend. Um, I've been having a lot of doubts, but for no reason. And when I'm with him, we are perfectly happy. He is attentive to my needs. It is otherwise a very healthy relationship, except for these obsessive and intrusive thoughts, which I often then take and search on the internet to um, try and console myself. And it just comes this compulsive behavior and worry. And I was just wondering if you ever see this and if you had any advice. Feel free to play this on the show. And thank you so much. Bye. So, Chloe, that question comes up quite a bit. Um, This intrusive thinking uh, and constant need for reassurance around relationships is uh, quite common. And, you know, relationships, though, it's it's a whole subject, isn't it? Because there's a lot going on. There's more than one person involved. And we have many different kinds of relationships in our lives. But I think the kind that you were talking about, and the one that I get the most questions about, is about the romantic relationship, our partner, and how we can keep those intrusive thoughts at bay. And that's where we get into trouble, right? When we're trying to push intrusive thoughts away. But before I go further into what the anxiety side of this, I want to reference episode number 260, 260, 
where Chris Sider was our guest, and he's an expert on relationships. He's a relationship expert, and he spoke uh, about values and how to kind of tease out what's important to be thinking about and what might be throwing you for a loop. So for more on the relationship aspect, please listen to episode 260, where I had relationship expert Chris Sider on the show. Because I want to focus on the obsession side, on the intrusive thoughts, on the anxiety side of this, and the compulsion to Google. Not only are people going to Google for health-related anxiety, but the relationship anxiety also can drive people to get on the internet and be searching searching relentlessly for reassurance or more information on what they're actually feeling. And sometimes this obsession, this um, constant checking or this need for uh, reassurance can can sabotage us. It, we are doing it. It is self-sabotage. And the, re, the, the roots of this is all in the unconscious mind. And it's, so we're being triggered somehow. And instead of us having clarity or space, actually, to be able to let the thought come to us to have the space where we are stepped back and we can see it and we let it go. Rather than that happening, we grab a hold of it and we run with it as if it was something really important and something that needed our complete and utter attention. And that's where we get into the loop, right? The anxiety the hormonal cascade coming up, and then more anxiety, fear, anxiety, fear, fear, adrenaline, fear response comes up. And we get stuck in that loop, and we can't get out. And next thing you know, we're just running in circles because Google cannot give us these answers, no matter how much we want them to. So reassurance is sought over and over and over again. Like those of you who experience this know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, and, and what you're looking for is the quick fix. And if you find it, you might get an answer on, on Google that makes you feel okay for the moment. It only lasts for a very short time. The issue is that the intrusive thought, uh, whatever it may be, is not the big monster that it appears to be. The real issue is the obsession that this one thought is so important or that actually your belief in the thought uh, is the problem. You're believing it and you have made it. This one thought is so all important. This must be answered. And I must know for sure. Again, those of you with relationship uh, intrusive thoughts know what I'm talking about. You want to know for sure. You want a 100% guarantee that this is uh, the right person or the right relationship and so on. And uh, yeah, with some of the things that I hear quite often from clients is uh, that are moving through their anxiety panic and maybe experiencing some relationship intrusive thoughts is what if he is not the one? Uh, another one is what if my partner doesn't really love me? What if I don't really love my partner? I enjoy time with my friends and family without my partner. 
So that must mean something bad. That must mean something. And um, if you could see me, I have air quotes around the word mean, because there we are giving meaning to something that is simply a thought. And we have taken it, grabbed a hold of it, and decided to run with it as if it were all important. Now, there's a lot of ways out of this, and it all comes down to the same that we talk about for all of our other anxieties. It really isn't any different. It feels different because it's in a different part of your life. But before I get to the best ways to deal with this and the constant nagging that the intrusive uh, relationship thoughts can give you, uh, I want to give a word, a few words actually, about today's sponsor, Daily Energy. You know that I do a lot for my own health, and I did a lot to get my way through reducing my own anxiety panic, and that I'm always looking for the ways for you guys. And I know, and you know, that there's a lot that needs to be done that has absolutely nothing to do with the outside world. But we can do our best work when we have taken care of our mental, physical, and spiritual lives. That gives us the energy and the resources to do the work that is required to get through this anxiety panic and come out the other side. And even though I stay on top of living a healthy lifestyle and optimizing my own nutrition, there are some days that I know that I could use something extra. And that's why I've been taking the daily energy from Spring of Life. I have a scoop in the morning because I absolutely love it. The flavor is unbelievable. I actually look forward to it and crave it. And uh, many of you know that I've had plenty of experience with those kinds of drinks in my lifetime. But after a few days of drinking the daily energy back when I started it, I noticed more energy, clarity, more vitality. This is real healthy nutrition, and it has the equivalent of 12 servings of fruits, vegetables, and superfoods in every serving. Daily Energy is the most complete nutritional supplement I've ever used. It's got 70 plus natural ingredients that target 11 key areas of health and is much more than just a green product or a health drink. It's all-in-one nutritional superfood that covers all my bases. And the great news is I've worked out a deal with Daily Energy so that the Anxiety Coaches podcast listeners like yourself can get 30% off Daily Energy right now. Just go to getdailyenergy.com slash anxiety for the special offer. Again, go over to getdailyenergy.com slash anxiety and save 30% on daily energy. It's the simplest thing you can do for your health this year. So now we want to find our way out of this constant nagging of the intrusive thoughts around relationships and our searching on Google and our just that relentless on the edge. What does this mean? Like there's that constant feeding into wanting everything to have deep meaning. And that is our mind grabbing at something uh, to make us manifest our anxiety. It's a place to put it. And we all know that anxiety grabs onto the things that are most important to us. And so it comes out in different ways. And you may clear one up through Googling, but then it will just pop out somewhere else. So the bottom line is to get to the bottom line of the anxiety. Once again, we uh, come to the bottom line of not ever being able to have 100% certainty. 
not in relationships, not in money, health, the wellness of our loved ones, etc. This is our over-anxious mind stuck in that loop again of the fear, adrenaline, fear, and adding that fear adds more fuel to the fire and we're stuck in it all day long. And it actually makes the fears grow larger. So we really get going and it can be exhausting. We need to take the risk. We need to understand that life is full of risk and we need to take the risk of not knowing with 100% certainty that things in whatever your flavor of the fear is today uh, and knowing uh, that the thing will work out. We, We can't know that. We must take the risk of not knowing, not having 100% certainty that things are going to work out. We have to be willing to do that. And that takes courage. And often when we are struggling with anxiety, panic, we are exhausted and don't have the courage. So that's, again, why we need to take care of all of the parts of our life so that we can have the energy to work on these things that take energy. It takes courage, takes time and effort. So if you find yourself asking uh, others about your relationship, uh, this could be a sign that you are going down the wormhole, right? Uh, you know, you can be asking others, oh, like, what is what, what about your relationship? Do you guys do this? Like checking, checking, needing reassurance, asking what they think is best for you or how they do it in their relationship. When you find yourself comparing your relationship with someone else's, you know, this may be the way of anxiety playing out. And this is the compulsion of your intrusive thoughts. Pay attention to these red flags. If you notice this stuff happening, it's a good opportunity for you to be aware and take a step back. And the way out, well, the way out is acceptance, right? We talk about Claire Weeks. She talks about facing the anxiety, right? And the intrusive thoughts. And then she talks about accepting. And it is in acceptance that we begin to come to know that we have what it takes to get through our relationship, if that's what it is that's having the intrusive thoughts, that we have what it takes even without the 100% guarantee. We, We take the risk that the relationship cannot guarantee bliss forever and ever. Maybe we've watched too many movies or um, bought into just things that are stories and they're not reality. Any relationship that has gone on for any length of time has had ups and downs. And again, this is where the fullness of life is in our being able to be with the ups and the downs. Now, you know, you're, you guys get this. I know that you already know this. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I get this. And I know you get it on an intellectual lev- level. But if you are still suffering with this, it's time to let this drop down from your head into your body to actually embody the understanding and to feel in your heart and body the risk 
that risk is a part of life and that you can, Chloe, you can and you will handle whatever life or this relationship presents. And that for now, we get stuck in needing to have something be perfect, right? Needing something to be the end all be all. Um, one of the things that comes up a lot with women is, is he the one? Again, air quotes around the one. Uh, this idea that there's only one soulmate or one partner in a lifetime. And we need to come to terms with the fact that that may not be the case and that we have had many relationships in our life and they all have their own beauty. They have their own specialness and that there may not be just one thing. So relaxing into what is and finding the joy and the beauty of what you have and what is in front of you Again, having gratitude for that can bring so much peace and so much calm. Chloe is not alone in this need for reassurance, this looking for um, wanting it to be right and wanting to be sure. And so I think that there needs to be a sense of relaxing into the idea of that this is part of my anxiety. This is not so much a problem with the relationship, but this is a problem and um, something that's coming up over and over again due to my thinking and due to uh, my stimulating and feeding the anxiousness in my, in my mind body by having anxious thoughts and feeding the uh, anxiety with adrenaline and cortisol and feeling uncomfortable and nervous like something's going to happen and focusing it, all that attention and those feelings into the relationship. This is where meditation becomes such a vital part of the, it is in, in the meditation practice that you begin to learn how to see things how to look at the thoughts, how to be with your mind without believing and chasing every thought that goes across it as if it were true and important. But this practice that we do called meditation, we do it ahead of time. We don't do it when we're in the throes of having anxious thoughts and intrusive thoughts that are really making us uncomfortable. No, we do our meditation ahead of time. That's why we call it practice. We do it as if we were practicing to learn how to hit a home run. Uh, we just pr do it over and over and over so that the day of the game comes that we can get up there to bat and we've done it enough times that it's totally possible. So in meditation, we sit and we look at these intrusive thoughts because believe me, in a meditation, intrusive thoughts come up. Uh, meditation does not mean total bliss and quiet and calm. Everything that comes up in your daily time may come up in your meditation, but you are practicing in that very focused time to look at it from a different perspective. Look at it, see it for what it is. It's a thought and you let it go. And when you do that often enough in your meditation, you'll be able to do that in your life, in your relationship. 
bring yourself with practice to to back into the present moment through your meditation practice, through your gratitude journals, and enjoy the moments that that you are with your relationship versus losing all those precious times to future searching for problems or searching for reassurance of 100% certainty. Let that go. Let that go through your practices because letting that go will give you your relationship back again. That's it for today's episode. Uh, But before I read today's quote, again, I want to remind you to head on over to our website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, especially if you are looking for more personal guidance, because you might be ready for our group coaching membership program or one-on-one coaching. So head on over and check things out on the website and send us an email. Let us know how we can help you. And now for today's quote. I have always thought the actions of men, the best interpreters of their thoughts. And that's from John Locke. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. But until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 